He'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Our gracious Father in heaven, we come again thanking you for allowing us to make it through another week. Oh God, sometimes we say those words and really, don't understand why we say it, but Lord, we truly thank you for those under the sound of our voice who had an experience in last week. We do thank you, O oh God, for bringing us out, bringing us through, and making a way. O oh God, bless us today, bless us this morning. Under the sound of my voice, those who hear this word, we ask you to bless God, give strength and comfort where needed. We ask you to bless minds, hearts, and spirits, Lord. We ask you to bless your word. Bless your purveyor, Lord, though. Though I'm under the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord, I do ask you to bless this feeble body of mine. Give me strength, Lord, and power to do that which you have called me to do. Bless someone to be touched, pricked, convicted. Bless someone to be motivated to move on further in the name of Jesus. Lord, now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. Oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray it all. Amen. In the book of Ephesians, we thank God again for another Sunday. Not promise. And again, we say those words and, and literally we don't know what's going to happen in this world week to week, day to day. But we thank God for another week. In the book of Ephesians chapter 1. Uh, verse 19, I'll be reading from the CSB translation. Uh, in this particular passage, you will find what God has laid on my heart this week uh, for the breaking of his word. Ephesians 1, 19 reads, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the mighty working of his strength. And he exercised this power in Christ by raising him from the dead and seating him at his right hand in the heavens. I'm going to stop right there. I may go longer next. We make a series probably, but... And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us 
and at us is those who believe according to the mighty working of his strength. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I just want to tag this text today. Bear with me for a few minutes and I'll be out your hair experiencing a power shortage experiencing a power shortage this past week there was a historical ice and snowstorm experienced by all who lived in the state of texas prayers go out to those who lost lives and even now we're still going through reconstruction and uh, assessment of all the damage done by the storm the storm froze the transmission of natural gas to the nearby power plants, thereby causing a stoppage of power from the plants to your house and mine. There was a dip disruption in the distribution to its destination. The water mains broke. And again, there was a shortage of pressure and finally no water from the water plants to the mains to the house. The historically low temperatures, the ice and snow had converged together to cause a stoppage in the flow of essential items needed for everyday living. In the life of a Christian, there can arise several circumstances, several issues, several storms that can have the potential, if allowed to, to cause a shortage in your power supply. And if a Christian allows the supply to dwindle, then that Christian will try and feel the lack of of supply of power with something that is not usually used for power supply. Most of the time when you stop reading the word of God like you should and praying like you ought to pray, the power shortage begins and other things begin to fill the vacuum. Then you have a bunch of powerless Christians who are vulnerable to the attack of the enemy and the societal shortcomings can cause a person to lose hope and faith in the process of growing in Christ. Preach Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. So Paul finally prays for the people of the Ephesians of the church of Ephesus that they would understand what is the immeasurable greatness of God's power toward us who believe in him. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk do not have this power with all of their money. Presidents, senators, and congressmen do not have this kind of power. Even if they do leave the state and fly to Mexico, they don't have this power with all of their political achievements. Harry Potter, with all his magic skill, he don't have power. And this power is available to all those who what believe in Jesus for eternal life. Oh, Paul was trying to put it succinctly that you can't have power unless you have Jesus. You can't have all that you ask for, all that you're looking for without 
Jesus. And what's cost a lot of saints the power is they have replaced Jesus with stuff. They have replaced Jesus with other people. They have replaced Jesus with houses and cars and jobs. And you can't have no power, say it, Reverend, without Jesus. Oh, bless the name of the Lord. Look, look, look with me real quick. We'll tiptoe through this and I'll just throw some nuggets your way. Hopefully it can give you some substance for the upcoming week. But look, God's first, God's power for us is immeasurable, mean unlimited, mean never will lose power. <laughs> yeah, verse number 19 and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us <laughs> who believe? <laughs> the Greek says it's not just like, like God's power. It's not like his power. It is very much God's power. God's power for us is immeasurable. Paul is not talking about uh God's power as an abstract concept, a mere theoretical idea. No, quite the contrary. This power is available to us. And then again, notice that he didn't say uh, he wants them to know God's power, but the immeasurable greatness of his power. See, it's, it's, you need to know the greatness of his power. <laughs> see, no, see, knowing God's power is knowing that somebody has possession of. <laughs> and I think, can I put a parenthetical pen? Pause there. Uh, parenthesis. Can I, can I say this and drop this on someone today? Somebody knows God's power. But it's a difference in knowing God's power and laying claim to use God's power. I'm shaking my head up and down. Please, Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. Because if you know in his power, it's a difference between when you know and you access the power. Because when you access Paul, that's why Paul is laying this out. He wants them, the church at Ephesus, to know that God can flip, turn, and twist things in their life. And that is a good word for us today in 2021. That's why I preached earlier this year, the same year in the new year, because 2020 don't look like it ended. It don't look, and we needed the word last year, and we need the word right now. That's a good word for us today in 2021. The word is God can still turn it around. Yeah, for us. God can still flip this thing. God can still turn around. He can twist the things in our lives. Huh? God, you gotta, you gotta access the power. It's good to know. My kids know I'm daddy, but they know I perform the powers of being daddy. Huh? 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 My wife know I'm her husband, but she, she knows better because I access the power of being Robbie's husband. See, it's a difference in knowing and a difference in using, accessing, and making known that the power is mine. <laughs> That's what God has trapped all this landing out. It's good to know God. 
there. But you got to use the power of God. You got to ask, can I, can I put something else right here? I'm just getting a little excited right here. I'm preach pastor, man. Uh, some people don't understand that you in the circumstances you are. Yes, it's good to know him, but you're not using the power to get yourself through your circumstances. Yeah, you, you got to understand God wants you to access his power. Yeah, God wants you to access the power that he possess you you're not an average human you're not an average being if you are a believer in jesus you are a candidate to see the working of god's immeasurably great power in your life but can i dig a little deeper real quick and just lay this out take somebody to a little bit of theology class and and notice that paul uses three terms for power here. First term in the Greek is working. It is the Greek word energy. It is from this that we get the English word energy. And energy is supernatural energy. It is the powerful working of God. The second word is kratos or kratos. It means power. This word is used 12 times in the New Testament and in 11 of those, it refers to power that belongs to only God and God alone. The 12th time found in Hebrews 2.14 shows that Satan has a similar kind of power, but is only the power of death. And Satan gained this power by rebelling against God. But at the end of time, the power of death will be destroyed. The third word. In this verse is iskus, I-S-K-U-S. It means might or strength. Now, why have I gone to so much detail about this power? Why have I tried to lay it out for understanding? I went into detail because Paul used three different words to describe God's power. And whenever scripture uses uh, or says three words three times in a row, it is worth noting. Scripture says elsewhere that God is holy, holy, holy. Isaiah 6 and 3, Revelation 4 and 8, which means that he is perfectly holy. It is one of his supreme attributes. And so here in this text, uh, when the, Paul, the Bible says and Paul writes that God is powerful, 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 we know that he is completely powerful. It is one of his primary characteristics. Paul writes this all in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians 6 and 10. And while we will be holy when we get to heaven, Paul says here that God is sharing his immeasurable power with us right now. Uh, Brothers and sisters, if I can't give you some other word other than you got power right now, you should not be experiencing a power shortage right now. God's power, might, and strength is given to us who believe. Uh, brothers and sisters, beloved, I don't know how else to make it plain, but it is the power that God has that we can access right now. And here, let me lay it out. Let, well, let's not hold you too long. Number two, it is the power that raised Jesus 
from the dead. I could hardly get to it. I was trying to rush. It is the power that raised Jesus from, yes, the dead. How great is the power of God? Well, first of all, God used it when he raised Jesus from the dead. Do you know any power of this world that can do that? I don't know any. No, no nuclear power, no atomic power, no solar power, no uh, water power can do what Jesus had done by God in raising him from the dead. <laughs> there are many powers in this world that can take life. In fact, as I just mentioned, that kind of power Satan possesses. But God has the kind of power that gives life. Can I put a parenthetical pause right there? Put a pen in it right there. Something dead in your life right now. But only God can give power that gives life to a dead situation. Somebody has a dead relationship in your life. But only God can give you power to bring life to a dead relationship. Somebody got a dead heart, a dead mind. Only God can give you power in that lifeless thing that you have. That's why Paul laid it out is the power that raised Jesus from the dead. Quit walking around here looking with your head hung down. Quit walking around here like you're the cruise director for the Titanic. Quit walking around here like you defeated and you about to quit because we have some power that we can possess. <laughs> yeah, everything may have been gone. The water damage may have washed everything away. You didn't have, but we still got power. Power in Jesus. Yeah, but Ephesians 1.20 says even more than that. Yeah, it says that Jesus Christ was given a seat at the right hand of God in heaven. He was just not raised from the dead. He was also given the right to rule at God's right hand. Well, brothers and sisters, that means there's not only power for the present, but there is power for the future. Huh? Because he's at the right hand of God means he has dominion and authority over everything. So whatever you face, <laughs> lastly and thirdly, whatever you face, God's power, which is immeasurable, is for you. So if your circumstances are bad, remember that God's immeasurably great power raised Jesus from the dead. You don't get worse circumstances than that. When God can raise Jesus from the dead. And that same resurrection power is available to you through your connection to Jesus. God can invade the circumstances of your life and demonstrate his sufficiency with his power. So whatever you need, there is power. And I'm so glad Paul also wrote that because he has all power, he's able 
to keep you from falling because he has all power. He's able to make a way out of no way. Can I tell you one more thing? Always ask for great things from the Lord. Looking through the sacred text, you will find a litany of folk who are at their lowest, either in physical terms or spiritual conditions. It could even be a mental problem, but God seems to always demand from us when we're at our lowest to give. Look in the Bible. Adam had a blaming problem. Noah had a drinking problem. Abraham had a lying problem. Moses had a murder problem. Solomon had a woman problem. David had a lustful problem. And Jonah had a disobedience problem. Peter had a temper problem. Thomas had a doubting problem. So whatever your lowest point is, Jesus has the power to keep you. That's why Paul also wrote Romans 20. He said, and we know that all things work together for those who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. And I thank God that he has all power. So whatever you need, he can fix it for you. Though the power was out last week and the water may have been shut and you may not have internet and somebody couldn't charge their phone, but Jesus still made a way. And I thank God that he's still in the making way business. I thank God that he brought us out. You can keep on complaining all you want to. It won't change a thing. You can keep on looking disgusted if you want to. It won't change a thing. You can keep on being melancholy about the goodness of the Lord. But I double dog dare you when you lift up the name of Jesus he will fix it for you you ought to give him a praise right about there if he made a way last week you ought to give him some praise right about there if he made a way you owe him some praise if he brought you out still in the thick of things when the water was dry the power was out the food look the refrigerator was empty couldn't get to the store quick enough the shelves were empty but he still made a way and get this we're still in the midst of a pandemic but God is still making a way I thank God that he's in the making way business and I thank God that the power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that is motivating inspiring 
pushing us forward in the name of the Lord. So right about now, wave at somebody in your house and tell them that he made a way. Wave at somebody and give a little testimony about how God is still in the getting good business because he's still doing good. He's still making good. He's still working it out for us in the midst of it all. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Thank God for his kindness. Thank God for his power. You're not experiencing a power supply. You just need to ask God. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, get saved, allow him to come into your life, simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you thank you again for listening to our podcast we hope something was said would be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of god and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you god bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Well, I made it out.